You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Aloha, I'm Fernando. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Opposite Tastes Podcast. Two Gen Xers who can't be more different sample odd snacks and discuss or argue about pop culture. Of course, we've got our snack review coming up at the end of our episode. But first, our decade wrap-up. Yeah. Now, when we say decade, uh, the basic parameters here are... 2010 to 2019, everything we've seen, heard, and experienced from the decade. Ten years crammed into one hour. Ten, count them. Ten. Ten. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> but first, uh, a reflection from our last episode, which was on animation. animation. Yes. Uh, the only animation I've watched since that episode was Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Oh. And that was in the classic. Disney style, you know, if you think of those. Is that old... a Scrooge thing? No, oh, that's okay. that's Christmas Carol, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Right, right. Yeah. The Once Upon a Christmas is like a Christmas special where they kind of throw in uh, previous uh, Christmas themed shorts from the Disney Vault. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah, got I got it. I got it. It's a com- compilation. Yeah, show. it's one of those. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of a clip show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But then I guess that did so well. There's Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and that one is in that. Thrice Upon a Christmas. <laughs> that was the, in the one that, that I, uh, that style that I don't like so much that we talked about in the last episode. You know, that computer animation, but cheap. You know, it's that cutting corners. Did they make it especially for that show, that's why? Or. Well. Must, must be, right? They did the same thing with Mickey's Clubhouse. Are you familiar at all? I am not. <laughs> okay, so Mickey's Clubhouse is also in that computer animated style. Yeah. And that's like, um, uh, what are they? It's not, you know, it's like a Disney Channel's version of Nick Jr. Or it's like Disney, but for like preschoolers. Mm. So it's it's big on that front. Okay. You know. Um, what else is, is I want to say... Doc McStuffins is that shot in that so I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. But anyway, we talked. Yeah, we talked about how much I hate that cheap computer animated style. Yeah. And that's what that is. Um, any reflection on your part from animation? Yeah, I mean, I think I touched upon this uh, in our episode, but I really do miss the days when um, none of the voice talent for these movies was anyone I've ever heard of. Right. You know, um, in those days the focus could stay on the art and the story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not so much, oh, Rihanna's in this one. Yeah, so exactly. And then, of course, she's going to do the song for this. Right, yeah. right. And then, so I feel that the movie makers of, the, um, of that time could cast the best voice actors for the parts. Right. You know, right. rather than going for the big names. Uh, in order to make it easier to promote the movie, make more money, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. Yeah, looking for that sales point yeah, factor. Yeah, it and factor. it's not necessarily going to be the best person for the job. It's not. It's not. You know, I mean, let's get, you know, Russell Crowe for whatever, or um, like Mel Gibson for Pocahontas, right? I mean, you didn't have to do that. Right. You didn't have to do that. So I'm, I did sort of a, a little, like a shallow dive into some of my favorites throughout the years. And so I went real back a lot to Cinderella, the 1950 Mm. Disney. Uh, The only recognizable um, voice actor was Mike Douglas. Uh, He was the prince's singing voice, not the speaking voice, the singing voice. Wow. So Mike Douglas, um, and he wasn't actually that famous at all back then okay and then 10 years later he had his own talk show his iconic talk show got it yeah you know like had Mike Douglas show the um, Merv Griffin show that right. kind of thing yeah uh, but he, he could sing pretty good then the Fox and the Hound I jumped forward a lot uh, 1981 which is one of my favorite movies yeah. Fox and the Hound is that when it came out yeah 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this one actually had a lot of celebrities, but um, it wasn't promoted. Um, you know what I mean? It wasn't promoted with all the... Big, right. Watch it the, because it has exactly, the voice yeah. of... Yeah it, that, yeah. it wasn't like a selling point almost. Right. right. So it was weird. And so I, I, I didn't even realize how many celebrities were in this movie. Mickey Rooney, Kurt Russell, Pearl Bailey, Jack Albertson, Sandy Duncan, Corey Feldman. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Corey Feldman was either the baby fox or the baby hound. I forget. Wow. And then I jumped. Must have been uh, super young. Does pretty oh, yeah. uh, Brat Pack or whatever. Yeah, yeah, had to be. Yeah, or the Corys. Like before Stand By Me, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Before Goonies. Mm-hmm. And then I jumped forward a little bit more to Little Mermaid, 1989. Um, the only two names I recognized were Buddy Hackett and Rene Aubergenois. Wow. Who died, died recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know Odo? Odo. Oh, yeah, that was him. See, I, yeah, I oh, yeah. have to explain it to yeah. you. What's his name again? Célébre? Rene. Rene. Let's just call him Rene. Rene. No, what's his last name again? Je laisse ce beuble. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? See? I knew it was no. weird. Aubergeon. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Aubergeonois. Aubergeonois. Odo. Odo, yes. All right. Cool. Any other disclaimers? That's it. I mean, reflections. I mean, yeah. sorry. Okay. Very nice. Our sponsor for this episode, our decade wrap-up, is Father Time. He oh, always good. wins. Can't beat time. I'll get you now. <laughs> and, Jamie, do you have a go look it up? I do. I do. Okay. Okay, so the Guinness World Record holder for the longest tongue, tongue, longest tongue, is a California guy named Nick Stobro. Officially, his tongue measures 3.98 inches from tip to closed top lip. Apparently, that's been the standard. Okay. So you got to close your mouth, stick out your tongue. Sure. And then you measure it from the tip of your tongue to the top of your lip. Okay. I guess. Um, a young woman in Michigan claims to have a longer tongue at 4 inches. But Guinness, for some reason, hasn't verif- hasn't wanted to verify or hasn't verified it. <laughs> because uh, we're gonna need to uh, take some time and uh, reevaluate. Yeah, I think. Need to take and some measurements again. To, to get over here, miss. Get a world record. It's a long process. I think it's kind of a headache. Yeah, yeah sure. Actually, gotta get that person out there. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I guess because maybe people um, might, you know, do hoaxes and stuff. I don't sure. Know. Maybe that's why why they're very deliberate about it yeah uh, FYI I couldn't find a measurement using that same standard for Gene Simmons the mm. uh, basis is it basis yes basis. for Kiss yeah uh, who is known for his long tongue an internet search I searched the internet and it turned up a measurement of 7 inches but I think that's probably an estimate from the back of the throat mm. where the tongue begins true I think to truly get an accurate measurement of someone's tongue. You have to rip their tongue out, basically. Yeah, that's or wait, kind of a wait problem. Or wait till they die and dissect them. <laughs> yeah, you know. but then by then you can't reap the rewards and the accolades. True. You know, so. And then maybe after you die, your tongue shrivels a little bit, maybe, yeah? Yeah, there's some shrinkage, yeah. tongue, tongue shrinkage. I don't envy all of them, any of them. Uh, well, maybe Gene Simmons, but the rest of them. <laughs> For other reasons, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because have you ever bitten your tongue? Like, oh, shit, oh yeah. it's so sore. Yeah. And, um, I can imagine if you got an extra long tongue, that, that kind of happens more than not. That's true. You know? That's true. Like, what do you do with it? More you than know, the average bear. Too much, uh, too much volume there. And I get these, like, sores on it sometimes yeah. from, I don't know, maybe too salty stuff or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, but if you want to know more about uh, tongues, go look it up. Go look them up, bro. Okay, background on this decade. Now, the 2010s, or pronounced the 2010s, or 2010s, (laughs) is the current decade in the Gregorian calendar that began on uh, the 1st of January, 2010, and will end on December 31st of 2019. That's all the background that I got. 
Otherwise, I'm going to yeah. get. Uh, it's either going to get too political or it's going to get depressing because we're going to natural disasters and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think everyone knows what we're getting at. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, Jamie, what's your personal experience or connection to the past decade? I, am, I have to admit, I'm very bad at remembering just stuff that happened, you know? I mean. Do you have. Because for me, I have certain milestones. Uh -huh. You know, like every few years, there's a pivotal moment. And so I always remember that year that such and such happened. And then I can reference, you know, oh, I'm not sure when this happens, but it was before that milestone and or after this milestone. <laughs> so I know it's around here. Are you like that? Do you have like some pivotal years that you remember? I guess if you can count my, my wedding. <laughs> and then that's it. After that, it's Basically, just Basically, it's my birth. Yes. My grad, my high school graduation. Okay. Uh, and then my wedding. Okay. Yeah, basically, yeah. Maybe the year you started your current job. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right, because I have to remember it every so often. Yeah. For yeah. documentation okay. purposes. Any sure. Other, any others? No. Um, 9-11, maybe. Okay. But that's that, again, that's another w way to um, remember my my wedding. Because I was born, I was not born. I was married the same year. As 2001. Yeah, actually, like just a couple months after it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, so when I think about the last 10 years, I don't think about certain events or things like that. I just okay. think, you know, how much I've aged. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. My youngest nephew was born in the last decade, so okay. that is something. Um, and it's just, you know, 10 more years of trying to navigate marriage, life, health, and I am grateful for everything I have. Oh, that's nice. That's mm -hmm. a nice optimistic way to come out of it all. Well, I have no choice. <laughs> uh, for me, this was my decade of adulting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I believe it. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know. Um, Majority of and this I think you're still evolving. <laughs> Majority of my my thirties were maturing. in this past decade. Um, my first child was born in 2010. My second child was born in 2013. Mm -hmm. Bought my first house 2013. Mm -hmm. uh, first car loan 2018. <laughs> wow. So all the responsible stuff, you know. Um, but this was also the decade of me trying other stuff besides music and radio. The decade. But don't you think you you've always tried other stuff in any every decade? I mean, just kind of knowing a little you, bit. But yeah. as far as like who Fernando is coming into this decade, who is people Fernando, knew me really? as the the trombone player, okay, in a ska band, or the guy on the radio, and that's pretty much the two things you would know me from. Okay. Yeah. So coming into this next decade, yeah, there was like some new things that that added into the fold. Mm. So I released a stand-up comedy album, gave stand-up comedy a try. I produced and started my own sketch comedy TV show. Mm -hmm. uh, started pursuing collage art, did several mm -hmm. art shows, right. and emceeing professionally, which is kind of a big one. Because mm -hmm. now there's a lot of people that just know me as an emcee that, oh, I didn't know you play music, or I didn't know you do this. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of interesting. Coming up with a new uh, public, I don't know, not persona, but identity. I don't know. Repertoire. 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 Odo. French. French stuff. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that's my personal connection for this decade. <laughs> Who knows where we're going to go from here? More adulting? Probably, huh? More accoutrement. Accoutrement, if you will. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Jamie, what was your favorite event from this decade? <laughs> Please lay it on like a cheese bread. Well, the last Bastille Day was very, very good. <laughs> no, anyway. Uh, what, what, what I, uh, favorite events? I. Ooh, I forgot. No, I, I did not write anything down. You Sorry. know, this one was kind of weird. I almost wanted to turn to you while I was doing my show prep. Because, yeah, it's like, um, it's almost too vague, you know, as far as the events. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, it could go really dark into natural disasters, but those would be like just things that happen and not really favorites, you know, that happen. And right, we don't want to, you know, put everyone be a downer. Yeah, come on, in a bad mood. Let's party like it's 2019. <laughs> so I came up with a few events. Well, I, I researched some of the biggest events and okay, um, not necessarily my favorite, but you know the ones that made me chuckle at least. So there's the Oscar mix-up. Remember that? Uh, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, Warren the, Beatty. Yeah, yes. 2017 live telecast of the 89th Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway yeah. were given the wrong envelope when it came to time it wasn't to their announce. Yes, this was for Best Picture. Uh, they wrongly announced La La Land had won. Uh, but as the film stars and producers gathered on stage to accept the award, the Academy's crew members rushed forward with the correct envelope in a very shocking on-air moment La La Land's Jordan Horowitz gracefully announced that the correct winner was in fact Moonlight mm-hmm. and handed the the Oscar over to them um, here's another crazy event that happened Caitlyn Jenner oh yeah yeah Made Caitlyn the Jenner there. then Bruce Jenner announced on television during a uh, 2015 April interview with Diane Diane Sawyer, uh, he announced that uh, she was transgender, and it was more than just a reality show storyline. Mm-hmm. It catapulted transgender issues into the mainstream, uh, getting it pro- a progressive cultural shift, if you will. The former Olympian introduced the world to Caitlin on the July 2015 cover of Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it was a kind of a big deal for me because my my wife had been um, a somewhat regular viewer of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, mm-hmm. so I kind of always felt bad for Bruce. You know, they always kind of picked on him, Bruce Jenner. You know, he was into airplanes and stuff like that. It always mm-hmm. kind of made it seem like, oh, there's Bruce doing this, and right. And so it was crazy just to see him do a confident shift like that. I'm like, whoa, this is a, this is a trip. So I watched that interview. And then um, that was kind of my, my closure for the Kardashian kind of stuff. Since then, I didn't really keep up with it. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, okay, that's enough. I didn't really need to watch anymore after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. When that happened, um, my husband was pretty sad because, you know, um, think about it, the Olympians, yeah? Right, and, right. Uh, he remembers that Olympics he when was, he, like, crushed it in the uh, decathlon. Yeah, he was all muscular. He was tall. Right. I guess some people thought he was handsome. Um, you know, and that that, that icon, that, yeah. that uh, reputation and stuff, and it just kind of for him, it's kind of like his hero. Smash being it all, deflated. You know? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then you just got to really, you have to just be happy for for Caitlyn. Well, you have no no choice, really. I yeah, mean, it's gonna be know, happy. It's not gonna be reversed or anything. Yeah. So. I mean, you think about through all of that, he was just in torment. Yeah. Tor- Tortured, right? Exactly. Internally, so exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um, and you know, I'm not a huge sports fan, but um, I, I'm a big fan of history and streaks and things being broken and the matter. So, Chicago Cubs in 2016, the Chicago, the Chicago Cubs ended the longest drought in baseball by defeating the Cleveland Indians um, in Game Seven, of the World Series. And before that historic victory, the last time the Cubs won a World Series was in 1908. <laughs> wow. 108 years. Mm. Is that crazy? Yeah, well. It's kind of cool when stuff like that happens. Yeah. And I just like seeing like how excited Everett in Chicago is getting, you know, and mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of neat. Whether you like sports or not, you know, if you're a history buff, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite film from the decade or favorite films? Um, yeah, again... A very hard thing to choose, right? Yeah. Uh, but I just wanted to, you know, sort of touch upon. Um, nowadays, we have uh, we're getting to have all ethnicity movies. Yeah, you know, all Asian cast. Asians coming in strong. Cast, yeah, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to see future movies. Yeah. In the coming decade, um, and then on the same tact, diversity in movies. You know, the first time I kind of fully realized it was um, uh, the the more uh, the current Spider-Man movies yeah um, the not Sony ones but the Marvel ones I don't know okay 
You know, the teenage ones. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so his girlfriend was um, Zendaya, right? Mm. Or the, the girl he likes, sure, Zendaya. Sure. She's a woman of color. That kid from Kapolei. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even, the, I think, the teacher. So I thought I was a little taken aback by so many people of color in, in the movie. <laughs> Um, that I thought, is that like overkill? Maybe What's a little this bit rainbow overkill? of people. I don't know. I don't know if it was overkill or not. Um, but and I was kind of talking about this to my husband too. Um, whether or not it's overkill, it kind of doesn't matter to me. If the story if is really good think, enough, yeah. If you really yeah. think about it, and and if it is overkill. Maybe it has to be overkill to get a, get our psyches used to it. Yeah. You know? We're not used to seeing so many people of color on the big screen. Right. right. You know, so, yeah, I think we just have to get used to it. Um, oh, uh, the John Wick series. Oh, yeah, okay. I think um, they... It was a little bit of groundbreaking because just the, the, the style of action. You know? Is that Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, also, I did like the Hunger Games series. In fact, seeing... Did I... I think I... Oh, damn it. I can't say if I read the books first or not. Anyway, I enjoyed the book series and the movie series. Okay. You're just happy that a book series is doing so well in the mainstream. I am. Okay. The Harry Potter film series ended in 2011. Yeah. That was one of the events I was going to be happy about. Okay. <laughs> and then one movie I really, really liked was The Green Book, 2018, starring Mahershala Ali and Viggo Mortensen. So good. And it won the Oscar. Oh, okay. My favorite films from the past decade, I mean, hands down, if you're going to talk about, like, the best of the best, I mean, the Star Wars. Big Adventure? <laughs> uh, that's a couple of decades back. <laughs> But great nonetheless. Thank you. I appreciate that. Star Wars, of course, bringing back that trilogy after taking a decade off mm. to forget what happens with the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> Shake off that Jar Jar stank. And after they did, mm. they came back mm -hmm. with The Force Awakens in 2015. Okay. And then The Last Jedi, 2017. And, of course, we've got this latest one, Rise of the Skywalker. Can't mm -hmm. say it's amazing yeah well there's some early reviews at the time that we're recording this it has not come out here yet but by the time this is released for your ear holes it's already out and i have i'll probably have been seeing it and i already will have been loving it so hopefully future me is like hell yeah <laughs> but also a great non-star wars film just off the off the top of my head that i really love from this past decade was the wolf of wall street Oh, because you have a... Melboner for uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. yeah. So good. Such a damn good film. Amazing. It's just so good. So good. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love Leo. Um, man, sorry. I'm just, I'm just taking it back. I'm like, what happened? Where am I? Whew, we're back. All right. I don't have any other favorite films. But if we get the Thank TV God. series... Forget the TV series. This is where it bulks up for me because uh, I still don't get to go oh. to the theater much. So I'm gonna go first then. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so uh, I just have to mention Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I guess so, we do. Huh? So huge. Yeah, I guess I mean, so. Talk about. Did you watch all of them? Yeah. You did. Yeah. Wow. Thanks to, in part, to Larry, who let me borrow all the uh, DVDs. Oh, okay. The last season I did um, subscribe to. HBO, so I watch it. Myself. So you watched it, and you were caught up with everyone else at yep. that time. Yep. Wow. Yep. 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 Um, I'm grateful for Amazon Prime. Mm. Yeah. Because it gives me all those the access, to free access. To, well, sort of free because paying for that Amazon Prime subscription. But, sure. Uh, but you're doing it for the shipping. Initially, but yeah. you know, there's a lot of benefits. To Benny's, it. Yeah, yeah, I got that that music thing, yep, video yep, yep. thing. Uh, and I also wanted to oh, also blackish, uh, like talking about talking about diversity. Yeah. So diversity and programming, TV programming, blackish, fresh off the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, also wanted to 
uh, mentioned some trends. Uh, the resurgence of the TV game show. I, I appreciate that. So, you know, I always mm. try to keep up with the pyramid games. Okay. I mean, the shows. Um, I think that's the, the main one I try to keep up with. And the Masked Singer. Yeah. I can't let that slide every so often. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really, it doesn't really, you know, I won't, I won't be sad. Um, and then the other sort of trend is on-demand, um, on-demand access on your regular TV. Well, mm-hmm. it has to be a smart TV, of course, but, right. you know. So if you miss any of your good shows, you can always watch it whenever you want. Sure, sure. Maybe with a 24-hour delay, but yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my TV series, man, yeah, like I said, there's a bunch, but... Uh, as far as Netflix, uh, Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell yeah, that was great this decade. Thank you for Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Thank you for Glow. Love Glow, women's wrestling. Uh, Atlanta was another great series from this decade. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Started in the previous decade, but kept going strong throughout this entire decade and still going. Fargo. Mm-hmm. It was a really good one, too, in the middle of the decade there. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, that's on Amazon Prime. I still haven't watched that yet. Yeah, got to get I mean, I, I figured you'd be into it because it's Amazon Prime. Uh, that's the only one I like on Amazon Prime, actually. Oh, by the way, Atlanta, It's Always Sunny, and Fargo, those are all FX. Okay. Um, oh, and Schitt's Creek, mm. which is um, originally CBC, but is available on Netflix and some other platforms as well. That's another fantastic, amazingly written and performed, acted series that is loved by all and will be a global and treasure canceled. to the. Yeah, it was canceled, but <laughs> you know, just because a show is canceled doesn't mean it's bad. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Why? Because of money. Because of money. <laughs> yeah. Going back to that whole voice actor argument thing. Money ruins stuff. <laughs> what about music? What's your favorite music? From this decade yeah, so that was also hard but so I just picked out some stuff and you know you know um, I had to pick more current stuff because mm. that's all I remember okay because <laughs> no, I can't remember stuff from way back I just can't anyway <laughs> um, I did like uh, Florence and the Machine I like their oh, style I like their okay. sound Dua Lipa uh, I'm familiar with that one well, she's European. Um, really good. What is it? Pop, rock, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, she she's going gangbusters. Uh, recently, she I saw her on a um, you know one of those perfect commercials. Like, so she becomes the sp- spokesperson. Mm, for, okay. It wasn't Revlon, but it was like Cover Girl. No, it was. I think a perfume, a perfume oh, okay. of some kind, like Chanel or something. Chanel, je la sais pas. That was inadvertent. Um, Coldplay, I mean, that's not my favorite, but, uh, you know, they had that huge hit. Uh, didn't they um, They stop touring until they can have it all green? You know, like, all the lights and their electronics has to be solar-powered. So, like, I once I heard that, like, man, that's so Coldplay. Uh, I guess. I don't know much about them, really. <laughs> but, um... I was obsessed with uh, um, Gautier's one one hit wonder. Gautier, he sang uh, Somebody That I Used to Know, 2012. Mm. And yeah. when I saw the year, it was 2012? I know, right? It's it's like so recent to me. The bloom, 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 yeah, bloom, 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 I used to so listen to it so much. That I used to know. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I think people then, used to cover it on The Voice. I think that's where I used to. Here, like really? some extra versions of it, yeah. Huh. Um, and then, like, uh, more of a trend, um, I appreciate the advent or the popularity of Bluetooth speakers and headphones. Yeah, um, for sure. Yep. That's kind of going into trends, but I, I can I definitely uh, I can appreciate that for sure. Mm-hmm. As the headphones that I'm wearing right now are also Bluetooth. But they're not Bluetooth functioning now. Okay. <laughs> These are dual 
where they have the I cord. See a wire. I see a wire. Yeah, you can use the wire when you do podcasts. Okay. And then when I go running. Okay, you take it off. I take it off and okay. turn on the Bluetooth action. It's a good time to be alive. Music, for me, it's always kind of weird because I don't listen to a lot of mainstream music. Mm-hmm. So rather than take you down a rabbit hole of stuff you've never heard of, I'm um, just yeah, keeping I would it light. Get, a glazed look on my, on my <laughs> get lucky by Daft Punk featuring Pharrell. Okay. Yeah. Good. good. Yeah, they won a Grammy for Record of the Year in 2014. Mm-hmm. And this really other popular one that if you haven't heard it yet, you've got to get it in your ears. It's called Ding Ding. It was a hit of this past Christmas season. And by No Villains Left, hit Christmas single. It's available everywhere. You just you gotta listen. It's so good, it's so good. And that's all the music I got Shameless. for this decade. Shameless. <laughs> okay. You should have seen like when I was at the Republic performed the other week when mm-hmm. I was opening up for Real Big Fish. Okay. I said on the mic, "Hey, do you guys want to hear a Christmas song?" And then the whole room went rah. People knew. They knew about the ding ding. Did they really? Yeah. It was crazy. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's really cool. But you already kind of touched on this. Some trends. How about some, some great trends that we experienced mm-hmm. in this decade? What do you got? Yes. Besides I Bluetooth have, and uh, streaming ser- uh, yeah, services. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't duplicate. Okay. No redundancy. All right. So lay, lay that originality on me. Right. Instant pot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> And I only got it, like, what, just a couple months ago, maybe? Like, maybe four months ago or something? What was the other cooking trend you were really on before that? Well, I had my slow cooker. That's right. But slow cookers have been, you know, invented That's when you made granola in, right? Um, The slow cooker. Yeah. Well, first I made it in the oven, but then it's easier easier to make it in the slow cooker. Because yeah. for both, you joined Facebook groups, right? To, like, share recipes and... Yeah. I think I might have unjoined the slow cooker group. Was it going too slow? <laughs> no, I mean, because yeah. they have, like, like a 100,000 members much. kind of thing. Too much. You know, it's just too much. Um, you know, I tried to join a Facebook group for Hyundai Elantra owners. Okay. But I, I applied twice. I got rejected. Why? We, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's all in this Boston area, but I imagine there's more people like outside of Boston. Does it say it's Boston. only for Boston people? It doesn't say it's just for Boston, but it's based in Boston. Hmm. Mass holes. Yeah. You're really right. I mean, if they're going to limit it, they should say it. Yeah, yeah. Then, then it's understandable. Yeah. You should start one for Hawaii. Yeah. There Hawaii, you go. Hyundai. Yeah. <laughs> I should, right? Yeah. I'm serious. Freaking A. Serious. Okay. Um, okay. Instant Pot. Ordering food via app. I mm. love it. Panda. Am I right? Panda. Jack in the Box. Zippies now. Wow. Yeah. Um, Jersey Mike's. Um, hmm. Wendy's, I believe. Yeah, Wendy's. Domino's. Starbucks. Oh, I don't go there, so yeah. Yeah. But all mobile. Just that trend. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Have you, have you done the McDonald's ones where you just pull into that mobile ordering parking lot? There's that one and that two, or two stalls. If you did a mobile order and then you just wait there. Do, er, does every McDonald's have it? Yeah. You're just saying that, aren't you? No, I am. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think, like, what would limit them? The only ones that wouldn't is if they don't have a parking lot. So you have been to the one by Home Depot and you, there is, what do you do? So you pull into a stall that is is set up for it? Yeah, the mobile order pickups. Oh, okay. And they bring it out to you as if, you know, like the same deal, like if you went through the entire drive through and they, they didn't make your fries yet, or you know, you have to wait for like one of those, right. like rather than sitting in the drive through and clogging it up, they have you go to a stall. Right. It's, it's like right next to those stalls. So you order, like say from work, you drive, you park in the thing, and then you have to indicate that I'm here? Yeah. Or I don't think you indicate that you, well, I don't know, I've never done it. how would they know you're there? Yeah. Right? But they do bring it out to you. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. Also, piggybacking on that, okay. another trend that I like, um, it's not quite mobile ordering, but it's nonverbal ordering, which I am a fan of because mm -hmm. I hate speaking. Okay. And do you really? I do. Could have fooled me. <laughs> Says the guy with the podcast. Mm -hmm. Says the guy that MCs. Yeah, exactly. I get paid by the work, so uh, no. But the whole tablet ordering—that's what I—that's a trend that I like this year, this uh, decade. What? Like when when you go to uh, McDonald's okay. or certain Burger Kings, and they have those tablets for you to order. And they don't do it right, though. I mean, only if you go to Burger always, King because they're full of shit. It doesn't always uh, happen 100% <laughs> right. At Burger King, McDonald's is a dream. Well, no, I mean, it any, is a anyone dream. Anyone can make mistakes. It is a dream. Okay, Brian. <laughs> they do nothing wrong ever. Well, the weird thing was, I was at the same Burger King, and my order came out perfect. So I don't know. So something that you did broke the system and caused and wreaked havoc on my day. I used a different one. But it crashed the system somehow and all adjoining tablets went down but anyway i don't know what you call that type of technology tablet ordering kiosk. culture i don't know I think maybe kiosk 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 i like that yes I don't know. big fan of it that's another trend sorry Con continue your trends go ahead okay uh recliner theaters mm, mm. reserved seating yeah exactly that kind of goes with it yeah i have mixed feelings about it because some recliners are not as comfortable as other recliners, you know, the different... Depends on the theater. You're not talking about if you go into a theater and then certain chairs are more oh, no, comfortable no. than the others, no, no, right? No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a whole. Yeah, yeah. Um, like there was that one time when um, I went to a certain theater by myself and it was, a kind, of, it was kind of crowded, so this guy was next to me. Uh-huh. And then, you know, so you all like recline, right? Right. And he was a big guy, and he <laughs> kind of he kind of talked a little throughout the movie. What? Exactly. Um, and it began began to feel very creepy to me because basically I'm lying next to a strange man. Yeah, laying down with a dude. Yeah, I mean he had his like girlfriend or wife on, on the other side, but oh, he was so huge I couldn't even see her. <laughs> so just me and him. Right. The world was like just me and him in the movie, and he was like, oh man, that was. That was not fun. <laughs> anyway, yeah, because so in that theater, I think the recliners were very close together. Mm, okay. Know? Yeah. Um, I that, mentioned. I mean, that's one thing I'm really happy about because there's that because it's Star Wars coming out, right. and I don't have to go and wait in line and stuff. You know? Right. Like even for a crazy thing like Star Wars, like there's no uh, craziness. You can just roll right up right before it starts and you know you have a seat which yes. is a beautiful thing yes yes it truly yes. is although I'm, maybe there's some social things that we miss from having this because you know there's all that excitement from waiting outside in line mm -hmm. and there's people that would dress up for that film mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and you, you would do that and go early so that everyone can see your costume or if you show up late so that you can walk past the line and everyone can see you in costume Right. I think maybe there's less of that, of cosplaying in, at the theater because everyone's just going right straight on in. Um, would you agree? I would think like for certain something like the Star Wars movie, yeah, the, like the first night, right? You'd still see a little bit of that, yeah, because they have to manage the crowd. True. Uh, but yeah, in, in in general, I think yeah, a lot of that is is gradually going away. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, that harks me back to make me think about all my my discount tickets that I still have. You know, you know those discount tickets. Yeah, yeah. So you can't use those. Well, you can, but you just have to be there in person. Uh. You know. So like, if you're tooling, tooling around, you can go to the box office, buy it right. with the discount ticket. Sure. Do whatever else, and then come back for your movie. Oh, can't do it online, huh? Can't do mobile. No, it's paper. Uh, I gotta get rid of it somehow, though. Yeah, so. you got it. Okay. Anyway, make that your um, New Year's resolution. Okay, I will. <laughs> and my other things, um, basically, smart everything. You know, smart tea, mm. smart coffee pot, that kind of stuff. Okay, love it. Uh, podcasts. 
How's that? Hey, hey. Way to bring it back. And then the last is, I'm sorry I'm ending on a bad note, but it's Porch Pirates. Whenever I see news stories or, you know, stuff like that about Porch Pirates, I get so mad. What is a porch pirate? Porch pirate is someone who goes around the neighborhood stealing packages. Oh, what? That the um, USPS or the you know. I mean, no, I'm aware of the crime, leaves. but I didn't know there was a term for yes, it. Wow. Yes. So you know, and then so you see like stories of people who booby trap um, packages right. because they expect them to be um, stolen. Right. You know, uh, some some lady puts her trash. In in a and then she makes it like my very nice box, right? And then she leaves it for the 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 criminals. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it's just terrible. It's terrible. Wow. Uh, but I'm I, I'm hoping that kind of goes away with people doing those uh, recorder uh, doorbells now. What do you call that? The camera, like the front. I don't think so. You don't think so? Nope. Because you're not there. Does it only turn on when you press the doorbell? You know what I'm talking about? All these new No, it's motion that, sensitive. It's motion sensitive. Motion sensitive. Okay. But if you're not home, why should the criminal care? Because their face is still going to be caught on camera. And if they're caught, they're going to be let out in like a day or so. Yeah, but that humiliation of being on Stolen Stuff Hawaii. <laughs> so shame. I don't oh, so shame. They don't care. Mom could take Holland. Stolen stuff Hawaii. Yeah, and some of them are, are pretty. Are some of them are you know thinking, and so they obscure their face or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Porch pirates. Porch pirates. All right. Good to know. iPads. That's one crazy trend. Okay. That we Good. saw this this decade. Steve Jobs unveiled the first one in January 2010. So literally, it was born this decade. And uh, I currently don't have an iPad now. But you did before. I did. Okay. I had an iPad that 1. Counts. Yes. And it was a very useful tool for me when I was doing my, my TV show. Mm-hmm. I'd use it as my main Bible, you know, as far as, like, mapping out, like, the episodes and everything like that. And, uh, or the days that I would record all of my musical guests, you know, and have them all, like, laid out. I would have the interviews and everything. In fact, there were some interviews where I even had the the iPad in my hand. I was just holding it really low. You uh-huh. know? But I remember when the first iPads came out, I just thought it was kind of goofy at first because I remember I was in a parade shortly after it came out. I think it was like the St. Patrick's Day Parade in 2010. Mm-hmm. And there's people with iPads, you know, using it as a camera because there's the camera oh, on it, you know. So it it's is like kind of goofy. You're just using it as that. a huge phone. Like, yeah. what the hell? It's yeah. kind of weird. But it serves a lot of other purposes. And I think, you know, the tablet, it kind of bridged that technology between the phone and the laptop. Mm-hmm. You know, can't afford the laptop, but you want a larger screen, get an iPad, yeah. right? Get a tablet. Yeah. So. Also, I enjoyed seeing smaller cars this decade. You know, more like Euro style, like the smart car. Mm-hmm. You know, before... The, the Mini Cooper, maybe. I mean, well, that was... Even that is kind of too big. Too but big. I'm talking <laughs> smart car. The Euro style. Like, when I was in Germany in the previous decade... You saw a lot of these small, these really small cars, yeah. you know, with barely a back seat. You know, yeah. it's just basically a pod with wheels, just like yeah. zipping around, and they're everywhere. And then you know, people think, "Oh, I'll never like catch on in the U.S.," but they actually have, and you start seeing them more. Yeah, and you're still like ho humming about it, but watch ten years from now, you're gonna be like, "Well, that's kind of a standard." You either you either go big ass truck or you go smart car. Mm. That's my prediction. But the. They just make me feel unsafe, like like it's unsafe. Like if you get in a car accident, you are dead. You are dead. And that's because of the climate now with like because you got a lot of huge cars. Like yeah. pretty much like yeah, everyone's bigger than you. I live in the now. I mean hello. <laughs> but think about ten years. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> Another trend. Actually the actually all the other trends are ones that I hate. Okay. Yeah. So from now it's 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 things you hate. Hate. Yeah. Okay. Gender reveal parties. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. In fact, it, not so much uh, the parties themselves because I'm not invited to any, but it's the videos from those parties. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, 
I don't want to say good for them, you know, like when there's these stories of the gender it reveals going wrong, wrong yeah, yeah, but it's like, well, maybe let's learn from these. <laughs> let's learn from these tragedies. Drones, those are kind of just irritating. Yeah. Like, say you're, in, you're enjoying something at the park, some type of outdoor event, and then you're it's above you. It just feels intruding a little bit. And I'm always hoping it for it to crash. It's hoping that it dies, that batteries die out, or bird runs into it, poops on it, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And e-cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how it affects me, but I don't know. It just looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> just irritating to see. Well, initially I, I thought it might be a good thing. Okay, that was just a false alarm. We're totally safe. Woo. Woo. We're going to make it through this decade. Yay. Okay. So what were you talking about now? <laughs> uh, I was just finishing up with trends. Yeah. Ones that I hate. And I've got no more. Got no more what hate. What was the last one, though? E-cigarettes. Okay. Do you have anything you want to add? Uh, I was just going to say that, you know, I thought it was initially a good idea. Maybe a good idea. You yeah. know, for people who wanted to um, quit the habit. Sure. But, of course, now... There are some health, real like bad health concerns. Yeah, well, if it, it it's one thing if you're using it to wean yourself off, but it's also being used as an entry level. True, that's like, true. Which is stupid. Hey kids, you like smoking without the smoke? Yeah. Well, I got the thing for you. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. But oh, so we have our audience poll. Yes, to okay. talk about some things of this past decade. All right. So thank you, uh, all, all of our thousands the of thousands. listeners, for submitting. Yes, it was a false alarm. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so, I may have uh, skewed this because initially my post in social media said. 2000, 2019. Oh. And then okay. I corrected it, but I think people might have slipped in some stuff that yeah. happened in the previous you decade. Know, there's also a, a thing, too, where just people think, oh, the 90s was just 10 years ago, you know, because they don't really classify. Uh, I guess 2000, 2010 wasn't, isn't a clearly defined decade, nor is it 2010 to, I to think now. There's too many zeros. Too many zeros. So easy to say 80s, 90s, and now everyone's like, I don't know. After 10,000, after 2000, everything is just kind of the same. Yeah. Until we hit into those roaring 20s. Yeah, I think um, people 100 years ago had the same problem. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they were just worried about eating, I think. Yeah. 100 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, when I, me and numbers just don't mix, so. I'm a word person. You're word smythe. Okay, but anyway, uh, Podian's poll. Thank yes. you, all of you guys. And uh, so we've selected a, a, a select special few people mm -hmm. to um, share their comments. Okay, so Joey, he said um, uh, his you know momentous things in the last decade: uh, the rise and fall, well, probably more the ri the fall of MySpace. Okay, yeah, and that was uh, previous decade. <laughs> What else you got? Even the fall? Yeah. Well, no. it's a slow death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, YouTube being bought by Google. I don't know when that mm. happened. Um, broadband internet. Mm. I don't know. Also previous. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. It's my fault. My fault. Uh, the demise of borders. Music. Uh, it's not, not border. <laughs> <laughs> not Getting the border, political not there. the border wall. <laughs> Demise of borders, books, and music. What year was that? I don't know. I didn't look it up. Oh, um, you know what did go away, though, in the past decade? Blockbuster. Yeah. I think 2014 was the last Blockbuster that closed. Like in Texas or something. Or, or something like I that. Yeah. So, so sad. I think our last one was in... 
Kahala, I want to say. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. It's now a Korean. Okay. Um, he also said uh, the popularity of MP3s, first iPod, rival MP3 players, Napster, LimeWire, Microsoft's failed Zune. Zune. Oh, I remember Zune. I don't know. That what was that previous is. decade as well, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay, so um, our friend Crystal, uh, her momentous event, I guess, um, and it's just symbolic. She's it's just a, it's a symbolic empty box, and this is just something that holds special meaning to her, and not Even many people that. else. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay, so my friend Smitha, I think she lives in D.C. Um, Smitha. Smitha. Yeah, she's okay. Exotic. Like it. No, she's good. She's really cool. Anyway, she says the list is long. Um, leggings. One more for women. Oh, okay. Like I active think, wear type of. I think leggings. she's more talking about you know the Lululemon. Yeah. Or, I don't know how you say Lululemon. it. Lululemon. Whatever. Um, smartphones. Um, Paris Climate Agreement. Okay, we're, we're trying to stay away from politics, but I'll just. Sure. That's fine. Sure. Higgs boson. I, I looked it up, but I forgot what it meant. All right. <laughs> Yoga pants, cauliflower everything, Mindy mm. Kaling, Pokemon Go, <laughs> kale chips, Women's March 2017, okay. fidget spinners, uh, total yeah. solar eclipse. Although offshoot, I do love my fidget cube. Yeah. Or uh, Holy Crystal, it's more than a cube. But, uh, but yeah, okay, yeah, good one. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, same-sex marriage became legal, mm. so that those are her highlights. Cool. Um, our other friend Carol, uh, she says uh, my three fa- most favorite moments were the birth of my grandson in 2013, his little sister in 2017, and their little girl cousin in 2019. Wow, yeah. grown family. Those are great stuff. Yeah, births of children. Life. <laughs> Life. <laughs> They're alive. Okay, um, my friend Faye, she says um, the ending of one of her favorite shows, The Big Bang Theory. Oh. Yeah. She says it was around for a very long time. It was. And helped her through many sad moments. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. And then our friend Ash. Ash. Yeah. He just said, all he said was, this is a tough one. Can I just submit Netflix's series, The 2000s, as my response? And I told him, oh. no. <laughs> but then he didn't respond after that. So. After that, he deleted the podcast, <laughs> banished himself, said, Get Do you. not restrict me. <laughs> and that's it. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Whew. And congratulations on being the chosen mm-hmm. to be read from, again, the right. thousands of right. participants. So that is our wrap-up on the decade. Mm -hmm. Moving ahead, what do we choose? What do we take in? That's what Prime Picks are for. So, Jamie, what do you got as far as... uh, What are you you loving these days? I am loving uh, the sitcom called Bob Hart's Abishola on CBS. Um, Just the... Writing is so funny, and it's so different. Okay. It's about a basically a very white guy mm-hmm. um, falls in love with a Nigerian nurse. Wow. You know, and then uh, you know all the people around them interacting, and um, you know uh, the the writing is just really really funny. Does this happen like in the U.S. or oh, yeah. are they in Nigeria? Oh, okay. In the U.S., like. Michigan or one of those oh, okay. places. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, the male lead is that guy that was in Mike and Molly with Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy, I forget his name, but uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, just so funny. Uh, try, try, look, try. You know, if you guys are curious about something different as far as sitcoms go, give it a try. All right. And I also have a. I don't know if I mentioned this in another prime pick before, but SEAL Team. SEAL Team on CBS. So my husband loves to watch, like, military kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, a lot of times I'm just, I'm there, so I watch it with him. And, but this one is good. 
it stars um I don't know how you say his name, David Boreanaz. Bore Boreanaz. <laughs> Alright. Not French, so I don't care. He, it's not French. Um he was in another I'll forget it. Anyway, it's a great it's a pretty good pretty damn good All right. uh, drama series about a SEAL team basically. Okay. And then the, my third one is I always try to get something that's like old, older. Mm -hmm. So I have been kind of getting into Merlin, which was on from 2008, 2008 to 2012. Okay. Initially it was on BBC, and then I'm, I'm watching it on uh, Vudu, V-U-D-U. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah? Some like uh, Doctor Who vibes, or maybe mm. Doctor Who if he's a magician. I guess. I mean, it's like sort of an origin story about Mer Merlin. Oh, okay. You know. Dark Ages. And then they, they talk like regular people. Got it. You know, they don't talk like how they talked in the Dark Ages or anything. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Well, that's weird. So it's a little goofy. It's yeah. A little goofy, yeah. British Sorry. accents, though. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's kind of old-timey. <laughs> <laughs> that's good enough? Yeah, that's good enough. Okay, okay. Hey. Right. <laughs> Any other picks? That's it. Disney Plus got some picks on this one. Uh -huh. uh, the Mandalorian, of course. Right. Yeah. Uh, the World, according to Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Yeah. As a, as a part of uh, Disney acquiring Net Geo. I think that's how it gets in there. Net, Nat Geo. Nat Geo, not Net Geo. Nat Geo. And uh, they have this other one on Imagineers. I think uh -huh. it's called Imagineering or something. It's a six-episode series. So I watched all six parts, really enjoyed it. On Netflix, The Toys That Made Us, I believe it was the third season that just came out. It was really good. Um, and they created a new docuseries called The Movies That Made Us, where they talk about Die Hard, Ghostbusters, and Dirty Dancing, and mm -hmm. some other ones that are just a lot of fun to watch. And you, you learn a lot that you didn't know from these things that you've of course, are very familiar with. Uh -huh. And um, on Amazon Prime, I already, already mentioned this one, but The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, I believe, season three? But man, oh man. Does so it you're still you liking it then? Yeah, yeah, yeah? for sure. Yeah. Uh, as far as a period piece, mm -hmm. I mean, it's so authentic. Okay. You know? Um, the attention to detail and everything, it's written it's really funny. well is it funny it's funny okay yeah so one day yeah one day you're gonna get to it you're gonna love it you're gonna ask larry <laughs> to give you some dvds <laughs> what <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but those are my prime picks all right and that's prime picks on to the snack review up for the snack review this week it's big island candies hawaii dakai chocolate dipped ika now, Big Island Candies, that's a popular one for us, as we've both gone there recently. Uh-oh, can you open it? Oh, yeah. Oh, whew. Let's go and get some scissors. So, it's somewhere that we've gone to in Hilo. Uh-huh. And it's kind of cool if you go there. I mean, they have other stores now on other islands, and I, I'm guessing you can order online as well. But it's always cool when you go to the mothership in Hilo because that's where they have their big factory type of uh, view that you can see all the people actually making them. They're dipping things in chocolate or brushing the chocolate on. And, and of course, they have their incredible showroom there as well. So it's very cool. And I guess Hawaii Dakine, or Hawaii Dakines, sorry, mm -hmm. is a series of snacks that they've, They've taken classic Hawaiian snacks right. and put their own Big Island chocolate spin mm -hmm. on them, if you will. Did you explain what Ika is? No. No. Go ahead. Oh. Ika is... Is that a Hawaiian word? I guess it's so. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Japanese. No? Hmm. It's some word. It's some foreign word. It's not word. English. It's, I'll tell you that much. It's some foreign word. Uh, anyway, ika is what we call we in Hawaii call cuttlefish. 
Yes. Yeah. So cuttlefish is, yeah, again, a classic Hawaiian snack, mm-hmm. which I used to like it back in the day, for sure. Yeah, then, it's always pretty good. And then eventually I got kind of sensitive to uh, things that smelled fishy. Oh, yeah? I didn't want fishy fingers and so because I guess I stopped eating it. Oh. When I was a teenager. Well, hopefully you'll enjoy this one. Oh, I'm ready to go oh, back. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, all right. So it's kind of cool um, if we could describe what these things look like. Because ika is octopus or squid. Squid, I think. Squid. Some kind of squid. Yeah. And then they dry it and they um, dry it into like strips, like strings almost. To make it look like a squid. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think that's why they made it like that? No. I think it's a totally designed thing. Like each one is supposed to be a squid. Like the chocolate dipped part is the head. Okay. And the strip stuff is the tentacles. All right. Maybe. I don't think I'm alone on this. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You got a photo of it. You're all yep. good though. All mm-hmm. right. So I'm gonna go ahead and grab one. I'm gonna get some fishy fingers. And this is a lot of cuttlefish for one uh, serving. So how are you gonna? How are you gonna eat I'm it? I'm gonna go chocolate one first. One end is because I don't know. I know what cuttlefish is gonna taste like. Oh, it's gonna okay. be salty. So you're bas- basically hopping on this whole salty sweet thing where mm-hmm. people are putting crazy things on their cupcakes and mm-hmm. cakes. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> it smells so weird because like oh Kinda yeah does. chocolate and then you smell fish. fish. Yeah, fishy yeah. chocolate. Yeah, but it's not unpleasant. Are you gonna just these are like I said these things are kind of big. You can put the whole thing in your mouth. You're gonna take a bite. What are you gonna I'm do? Gonna try, to, try to take a bite. I'm gonna try to put the you whole know, thing cut, in my uh, mouth. Cuttlefish is um, dried cuttlefish is very fibrous. It is. Uh, if you Could if you haven't tried it before, it's very fibrous. Yeah. Um, anyway. Let's just try it. Okay. Here, wait. Cheers. Bunk. Uh-oh. Well, I'm just putting the whole thing in my mouth. Jamie tried to do the bite, do a clean bite. Took both hands, but he finally did it. Mm-hmm. Well... I definitely taste the the chocolate is pretty strong. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting like if I keep chewing, will the chocolate go away, and then I'm gonna end up with a mouthful of fish. <laughs> chocolate is still there. Like I said. Ika is very fibrous, so it's very chewy. Mm-hmm. That's why we're taking a lot of time. Yeah, just be prepared here. to chew for a while. Okay, I'm almost done. All right. Wow, I it's like not bad. that. Yeah, not bad. yeah, it's pretty cool. It's not a to go, um, a go to snack for me. No. <laughs> but um. It's not as weird as you th- might think. I'll say that much. Yeah. Yeah. And not as unpleasant as you might think either. So. No. No. Definitely not. I'm not sure they really go together, but... What's well, the whole salt- salty and sweet thing? Yeah. Huh. Wow. I wonder if, like, see, um... This is a, a sort of a style of eco, but then you also have these um, things called rubber bands. Rubber bands? Yeah. And those are like a lot softer. Oh, okay. And, and it's not as fibrous. Yeah. But it's still, I think it's still eco or some similar uh, seafood. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if they use the rubber bands dipped it in chocolate. Oh, you yeah. Know? So it's a little less fibrous to, yeah. to eat. But but you know you know what I do like is you know, like I was saying these are kind of big. Uh-huh. So say if you're hungry, and you don't and you know you're just like reaching into a bag of cuttlefish and all of that. Yeah. Like like oh I don't know how much to grab. Like this is the perfect amount. Like if you're just a little hungry and you need to just grab something just to like um, put those hunger pains at at ease for a bit. Like uh-huh. this is the perfect amount as far as portion and wise. You know what? The, all the chewing. Yeah makes your brain think that you're eating more yeah yeah so i'm a fan 
I like these. Hmm. Can't go wrong with Big Island Tech candies, to be honest. Right, so yeah. I'll try anything they make. Such a big fan. Chocolate dipped Ika. I will give this snack, ooh, I'll say 6.5 out of 8 tentacles. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'll give it, uh, I'll give it like a 3.5 out of 5 uh, baby squids. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. Three more episodes of this fourth season of the podcast, and for the podcast as a whole. Yeah. Because upon some recent discussion, we have decided on our own accord, not um, not through any external influence at all. Influence, no. Yeah, but we just uh, we talked about, it and we're like, wow, you know, we got to talk about pretty much everything we've ever wanted to talk about. Uh huh. So. Uh, so yeah, after episode 40, we're going to call it a day. So three more episodes, though. So don't start crying yet. Okay, <laughs> Got some work to do still. So be sure to like and subscribe to the Opposite Tees podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts or Apple Podcasts, sorry. Uh, connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Opposite Tastes Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Opposite Tastes. That's tastes, plural. So thank you so much. Happy New Year. Good luck with those resolutions. And uh, fireworks kaboom. Happy holidays.